Hey, this is the first Partner Records personal podcast podcast. Uh, we had a lot of technical problems recording this. So it, it's very, uh, I don't want to say nonlinear, but it's just not really all there. So work with us. We'll get better at it as we go. Sharp and I are similar. Get along. Have emotional, uh, like emotional water, moon signs. You hearing this, Sharp? I am. I need to. I need to know how to uh, convince women that I'm interesting without trying. Okay. Okay. Wait. Apparently, you and Samantha are compatible. Ooh. Hey, baby girl. What's up? <laughs> we have similar um, charts. Mm. We both have water um, moons, which means we're like emotional and dramatic rising signs. Oh boy, I <laughs> I can't wait to chat with Dane. Not recording in in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so I'm hoping I'm hoping that that's saved. It was telling me that it was saving, but it takes time to process. Okay. So it it could be lost forever. So if it is lost forever, we can just keep this going as it is. And if it did save, I can stitch them together. If it didn't save, this is the Pardoner Records personal podcast. I'm your host Sharp Wolston. I'm talking with Dane Rousey of San Antonio, Texas, born Winnipeg, Canada. Um, conflicted man on... Oh, I'm sorry I said man. Damn. <laughs> God. Dang. Ah. There goes your intro. There goes my whole intro. Oh, gosh. And I said I wouldn't edit. Man. Oh, that's so aggravating. <laughs> anyway, I, I think I was also using it. I was texting you a week or two ago and I was like I'm not I don't want to misgender you but I, I don't know what I said but it was very funny I do know that yeah I can't I can't remember what it was but I knew I knew before I read it that it was going to be funny and then it was funny which made it all make sense and also uh be great anyway, anyway I I sometimes I realized that and I, I say this because uh, if the first part didn't save, Dane Rousey identifies as genderqueer and genderfluid and is a they-them type of person. And I realized I was complaining I was complaining to my brother because I was talking about the show that I've booked for you in Fayetteville, May right. 15th at La La Land. With or, Star in the Sky. Or 16th. With Star in the Sky, my band with my daughter, and with... Uh, Rare Products, Cuyahoto's project. But uh, I was talking to my brother, uh, and actually, this might have been whenever I saw you play with Rich O'Toole in Springfield not long ago. Oh, I forgot that you saw that. Yeah, the next day, I got a speeding ticket in Branson. But that's, oh. a, that's another story. But I was talking to my brother, and I kept saying him when I was talking about you. 
and I was like, oh, this is so frustrating because Dana's my friend. I know that Dana's a the, they, or they, them type of person. But it, the, I, I actually said the, only accept the. Yeah. But it's, it's weird because it's, if you know someone that's like, I'm trans, you know, like I, I'm, I'm like he, him or she, her now. You're like, oh, okay, that's easy enough. But like they, them, I just, I've been trying to get it down. It's, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Mm. It's, it's honestly one of the harder ones for, other, it's honestly not even that hard for some people, but it's just hard around other people who you know may not understand 100%. Yes, it, that's hard. And it's, oh, what? What were you going to say? Oh, I'll, I'll bring it up. Oh, it's, it's, it's also like, because most people you know, like identify as a gender. And it's just, just natural flowing. <laughs> yeah. Samantha and I's, uh, one of our more recent arguments was actually surrounding that, uh, that subject. Do you want to hear about it? Oh, for sure. This is the, uh, okay, the, so, the personal podcast. It is very personal now. Uh, so Samantha was for her birthday, which she hasn't redeemed yet. Uh, I told her that I would buy her her birthday present after she moves, but she wanted either like a manicure or no, a pedicure or like a facial, um, just like spa shit. Right. But she, I was like, I don't know where to get it in San Antonio and I don't know where you want to get it. So she sent a message to somebody she knows who would know about all that kind of stuff. And she's like, hey, my boyfriend. And she sent the message and then screenshotted it, sent it to me and said, here's your recommendation. By the way, I said boyfriend because she wouldn't understand. And then I got upset about that because I was like, it's not your choice to make who understands it or not. You should respect me for who I am. <laughs> Isn't this just so juicy? This is good. But also I can see you you saying that you're livid and it's just you with a straight face. Yeah, I, I was it was over a text message originally and then we spoke about it briefly. But it, I was like, wow, I'm really upset right now. I mean if it's I, if it's your partner it's a whole different ballgame too. My partner, yes. your your partner. Um, yeah, I might just scrap the first bit of the recording that may or may not have been saved. This is way better. This is natural. <laughs> this sounds like this is what people want to hear. I want to. I want to know. Like, I I will ask this since we're being personal. Did you guys have sex that night? No, we were in different states. Oh, but you, oh. but you would have. Possibly, yeah. I mean, okay, Sharp, when's the last time you had sex? Uh it's it's been a bit. I won't I won't lie. It has been <laughs> you, won't, you won't lie to the listeners. I no, I I I uh mm, I'd have to think about it. <laughs> it it's it's been long enough that I, I I do have to think about it. I because You and Aries has to think about it? Yes. Oh, there's a mouse in my house. <laughs> I like. <laughs> there's a mouse in my house. It's just in the middle of my living room. Like it owns the place. What? Gosh. <laughs> How big it, is it? It's mouse sized. You're <laughs> You're still in the same spot, right? I mean, I'm in my living room. I was I because 
whenever the recording stopped, I have really bad reception. I don't have Wi-Fi. I have really bad reception in my house. And I kind of think that it might, like, I might have lost the call because of how bad the reception is in my house. So I was going to go outside and see if I could find a plug-in that I could have access to while being outside, while also being able to hear if Ribbon wakes up and is like, where are you? You know what I mean? So I was in, right. I was in my living room, and my living room got... Um, very readjusted because um, I uh, pushed my sofa back. You know where like the brown sofa is in my house? Uh, oh, yeah. It's a very vague statement, but you know what I mean. I, that has been pushed back and Ribbon has her toy box in front of the TV and she's been like putting blankets in the toy box and watching TV in the toy box. And so... In the toy box? Yes. <laughs> that sounds very comfy. My my living room's just like real weird right now, and the mouse was just in the middle of the room, and I thought I had my mouse problem under control, but I was wrong. But to answer your question, I can't give a date to the last time that I had sex, but I have had sex this year. 2018, the year Sharp Wilson had sex. The year the year Sharp Wilson had sex. I think I've had sex every year since I started having sex. So I've been I've been going What st- what year did you start having sex? 2007, which for you you would have been a child. You would have you would have 2007. Yeah, and 2011. Yeah, you would have been a wee boy who didn't know 11 12 that they would become a person, which is a very a, a weird statement but you know what I'm trying to say there. Mm-hmm. I was I was um I was having my my first almost kiss that year. Wow, that's wow. My, my first kiss was like sixteen, I think. What? Yeah. No, no, no. I was uh, I was in a drainage ditch, and I was like, "Well, everybody else is making out. We should make out." And the girl I was with was like, "No, we shouldn't." I was like, "You're right, because we're best friends." And we didn't, but we pretended to. So it was my almost first kiss. Man, that that story, if you put that into being like in your 20s and at any party, that describes every single person that I know. <laughs> who, who specifically? I, well, I don't want to. No, I'm, wanna... I'm saying I'm saying everyone. I think I, I have probably kissed six people in my life where it's like, hey, we're at a party and everyone else is making out. Might as well do it. That's the that's that's just what I think. That's what uh, that's just what life is. That is life. So, uh, <laughs> well, this goes in really well to your first kiss. Uh, since we the first recording is presumably lost, we're going straight to the hard hitters. I'm glad that Samantha's <laughs> here because one of my questions. I'll, I'll go with softer. So, how long have you been with Samantha? Three three years. Wow. And how old is Samantha? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Young love. Both of you couldn't drink alcohol legally. Uh, when we started dating. And now you can both drink alcohol legally and are sharing a bed and drinking alcohol. I don't know if Samantha is, but I will presume. And yeah, just, she is. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So how many times have you been in love? Probably three. Wow, look at you. That and so I uh <laughs> Well well okay, let's can I say two and a half or two and two and maybe a maybe? I'll give you that. My first long term relationship I thought I was in love, but then I was like, no, I'm definitely not. Did you think that when you like during the relationship or after time had passed? No, towards the end of the, of the relationship when it was failing, I was like, was I actually in love or I was was I just wanting to be in love again? Ooh, if that makes sense. Hell yeah, I dude, I get that so hard. Yeah. <laughs> There's, but you know, third time's a charm. It works out. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. We, I, I don't know. Just because you've been with someone for three years. I mean, you you guys have been long-term for most of the relationship, if not all, right? Long-term or long-distance? Long-distance. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been long-distance until basically now. Because you would, have, you would have been dating Samantha when I met you? No, not quite. I'm trying to think. No, not, not when I met you the very, very first time. Because yeah, I've, I've known you four years now. Yeah, we've been dating longer than Smith and I've been dating. Hmm. <laughs> I like how you I like how you phrase that. You know, well, I in terms of DIY booking relations, I feel like that is as personal if not more personal to a degree than dating oh, some people. We've slept in each other's homes. That's true. You have met Oh, I don't know, like three of my partners or something like that. <laughs> Just like yeah, and your daughter. Yeah, and my you've you've know, you've seen my daughter grow up. Grow up. I mean, she's still five. It's not like she's driving a car now. No, but that's I'll know Riven when she is driving a car, and I'll remember the first time I met her when you were faux vegan with your uh, garlic salt on everything. And she was just crawling. I, I, I was I was actually vegan. I just quit being vegan. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. My no, I, hit, I, I was vegan for like six months. And it's like, oh, I, oh, man. I Diets are so conflicting because it's like, I want to be vegan, but I also just don't care about anything. So, <laughs> so it wasn't ethical. It was for the, for the body. I, I don't know if if I think about being vegan I I I feel like uh I don't really care about animals personally because it's like they're dumb they don't know what they're doing kill them I don't care be like don't don't like <laughs> torture them just kill them kill them ethically or or humanely is what I'm trying to say and it's fine but then I also feel like the meat industry is very corrupt and that is something that I really genuinely have a problem with. So I've kind of reached a point where it's like, I think meat tastes good, but I also don't really want to support the meat industry. But if I was getting farm meat, I would feel fine about that. But then I also have like body dysmorphia. Mm. And I, I say that, I say that like, I say that admitting that I have it, but also I, I also don't like saying it because that makes it sound like an extreme thing. 
where really I just feel like I'm like overweight, like very overweight. And it doesn't, right. and it doesn't matter if people are like, Oh, you're not overweight. Well, cause it's like, I, you're not in my brain. And so I'll like have these like weird fantasies where I like don't eat. And then I end up like eating a lot. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not trying to get off subject. So you've been in, but you you work in a restaurant. Though. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I hate it. I hate it so much. And I don't, I don't even hate it, and I do hate it. That, that's how I would describe every single person, thing, and just everything. That's how I would describe it. But Perfect. But you've been in love two and a half times. Is Samantha a full or a half? Definitely a half. Just kidding. <laughs> I, I, you know, because it's like if you're in the relationship, how do you know? That's true. Maybe afterwards I'll, I'll like have some clarity. We can do partner number whatever it would be. Maybe like number two or number a hundred. Who knows? Well, maybe maybe last, really. maybe if if you know ribbon when she's driving a car, you and I are like each other's like partner forty. And it <laughs> and it's just come to that point. Um, no, I it's definitely a full this time, but the, the time that it was an, it was a half. It was real weird. It, it's definitely a different feeling than the half, so it, I feel like it is a guaranteed full. Hmm, tight. Who, who, uh, who said I love you first? Was Samantha and I? Yeah. I think I did, right? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely did. Well, that's very cute. It, it, we, yeah, I said it. Long distance, too. You can hold that over her head your entire relationship. Yeah. Uh, she sounded kind of dismissive back there. <laughs> you're, uh, you, either your ears or my iPhone is really good at picking stuff up. Well, I do have headphones in. Oh, okay. It's just feeding directly into your brain. So... It is. It's feeding directly in my brain. I'm going to dream about it tonight. And <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but as I said before, I think we lost the original recording. And it would, oh, it no. would be, it's like, I feel like the most inappropriate joke you can make is a joke that only the two people and Samantha sitting, like being there, but being slightly removed, being a half, so to speak. Um, would get, but uh, yeah, and then but I was one of my questions that I was going to ask is what did you do today, and you were in a car accident. Yeah, yeah, I was. I'm trying to think of what we did all day because Samantha just we just got back from moving her from Boston to here. <laughs> I hope that was just one trip. <laughs> I laugh like that so so you would know that it was a not a good joke. Was well, like yeah. I got it part way into the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um no, we didn't really do much of anything today. We went to the grocery store and then uh we were going downtown. Okay, so I was so ultimate DIY story, I was hanging up flyers. And I was like we should go downtown so I can hang up flyers around the bar that the show is going to be at. Uh, that I booked for next week, and she's like, okay, and we were going down there, and then Amelia got in a car accident, 
trying to get the place to put the flyers up. Right. And then the car accident turned into waiting for a police officer for like almost two hours. Always and fun. Then, yeah, always fun. And then uh, basically just everything going downhill from there. And then finally getting out of that situation with basically nothing resolved. And uh, hanging up posters at a bar. Very quickly. Uh, and I wanted to drink at the bar, but Samantha said we weren't both allowed to drink and then drive home. Which to me is absurd that two people can't just have one drink each and then drive home. Yeah, I mean, props for Samantha for being safe. But at the same time, it's like it's like it's like one beer. You know what I mean? <laughs> I honestly don't think I've ever been that safe in my entire life. That safe? Yeah, with drinking, it's like I've definitely gone places by myself, had one beer, and driven myself home afterwards. I I have a problem, um, not so much since becoming a parent. Because I feel like becoming a parent has kind of mellowed me out in a way where I'm not exciting at all. But there was definitely times before I was a parent where I was like, I kind of want to get pulled over to know if I'm legally driving or not. Ooh. I mean, I'm sure there have been times where I've been driving where I wasn't legally probably responsible enough to be driving. I mean, it's but... it's kind of, there's like a lot of things that people don't want to admit to that everyone is guilty of. Oh, no, I'll, I'll admit to most of my flaws. I'm definitely not a good person by any means. <clears throat> I mean, but can anyone be a good person? No, I don't think so. Because I, I, I mostly think about everyone has driven intoxicated. And I've never, yeah. I've never driven so intoxicated where I was like, it's a miracle I made it home. No, no, no. I have never done that. Yeah, either. but I feel like I've driven plenty of times where it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't know what, what the limit is. I don't know if I'm okay or not. I'm going to just go for it. Nothing's come from it. But Right. Like, I've, I've definitely been driving and been like, man, driving has never been this challenging slash fun. But... The fun element was still there to where I recognized that, you know, something beyond the ordinary is going on where I wasn't just completely, you know, intoxicated to a degree where I could drive. Yeah, I, I get that. I uh, I think if I, if I have to think about over my whole life, when I was freshly 21, when I lived in Springfield, there was one time Ooh. there was one time when I was like definitely too drunk to drive. And I drove home, but I was like, it's Springfield. It's all straight roads and it's flat. And everybody else is drunk. Yeah. And that was what's funny is I feel like pretty much everyone that you know in Springfield either didn't live there at the time or uh, are you breathing into the phone really heavy? Yeah. Well, only one of my nostrils was working and I plugged my phone in in a really weird way. Uh, Okay. So, but I, I moved it now, so you should be good. Okay, cool. I, w- I, was, I was just getting a lot of breathing, and I was like, man, it'd be super tight if, like, Dane and Samantha were, like, fooling around during a podcast. <laughs> fooling around to the Sharp Wilson podcast. 
the the partner records part the partner records podcast. Oh, um, sorry, partner records personal podcast. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, but what I was going to say, we have a lot of mutual friends in Springfield, and I think a lot of them, when that happened, either did not live there or I had not met yet. Who do you think lived there that you hadn't met yet? Uh, Seth Goodwin, for sure. If I, I, there's a good chance that I met Seth, but I didn't really become friends with Seth until the last few years. I definitely had not met Calvin at that point. And then uh, Pete and Addie didn't live there yet. <clears throat> oh, where is Pete from originally? I know Addie's from Michigan. Pete is from uh, Carthage, which is uh, near Joplin. <clears throat> Ew, <laughs> oh yeah, and we're not, and we're just talking about where he's from. We're not talking about the person at all. Just... <laughs> he, I, I think legally, as I think he and I are the main two members of Partner. Calvin is definitely a member. I think Grant Williams from the Flims in Fayetteville mm-hmm. is a is a bit of a member in some sort of capacity. I'm not really sure, but I would say that of all the Partner members, Pete is who we can slander if we have to slander anyone. Okay, I just I don't I don't know. Pete is a a mysterious being to me, you know. I, uh, <laughs> my uh, post interview off the record things, I have a a funny Pete story that <laughs> that I I'm not going to record. But also, when you hear it, and if he listens to this and asks me about it, he'll be like, "Oh yeah, whatever." But I'm I'm <laughs> but I'm I'm. Like I, I know I have the right to say it, but I'm I'm not gonna record it. Um, no, that, so, that makes sense. So I'm on my front porch, so I can get better reception. Do you hear? Do you hear that car? It might sound like were... cricket. Yeah, I thought those were cicadas. No, that's a car. It parks near my house every night, and they leave late, and they need to get their belt fixed. It's a Scion, white Scion, Fayetteville, Arkansas. Get your belts fixed. I hear it every night. Dude, that sucks. Do you hear that in your bedroom too? When you're like, oh my, um, so the house that I live in now, or my upstairs apartment. You were asking. I don't know if this was in this was in this part of the 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 new fresh recording of the podcast. Um, I haven't had sex in my the apartment I live in currently. Wait, wait, you haven't? I have not. Which. Is this the apartment that I stayed in last? Hang on. Yeah, hang on. Ribbon woke up. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put us on a pause and call you back. Okay. All right. All right. If that one didn't save, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Okay. So that one didn't save, which was definitely the low point, even with the atrocious first go. So I think it's getting late enough now, and we have lost an hour of recordings that I want to try to kind of sum it up, finish it out, and and this one properly, give you a call and a little chat. And then this is the first one, so this is the experimental one that we're trying. And we've, uh, if the, I'm assuming that this one saves, we will, be rec- we will be releasing the second and fourth installments of the recordings that we did. That's perfect. And I will, and then I'll, I'll real quick, I'll say, oh, I haven't had sex in my apartment because I'm worried about the sound. I could hear a ribbon waking up. And then you uh, had a conversation about 
the loudness, like the just the pure animalistic sounds of you and Samantha having sex, <laughs> which wasn't actually brought up, but we we can say that was brought up. The the only animalistic sounds happening here are from banana. That did happen. We lost banana, and I know some people that will be upset about losing banana. I ah. Uh, it's frustrating. I'll tell you what, though. You're going to be in Fayetteville in a little less than a month on May 15th or 16th. It's the 16th because the 15th is a Tuesday. So Dane will be in Fayetteville the 16th. Hopefully people will listen to this and come to the show at La La Land. Um, but I can, I'm assuming you're going to stay at my house that night. I'm assuming too. Yeah. So if that's the case, I can record it on my phone and it's not going to have these weird crashes or whatever's been going on. Though, to be fair, we were having a discussion about people named Ryan that live in Fayetteville. And I kind of think that me being on Facebook and then bragging about being on Facebook while recording this has uh, made the recording crash. That might have been it. So, okay, so I heard this other thing about the Facebook app on your phone, like the the Messenger and the Facebook proper app. Right. Being on your phone, it, it it has access to your microphone if you let it, and then it listens to you talk about things you want and then shows you ads based on the audio that it's picking up even when you're not on the app. Well, I I've heard that, but sometimes I will talk to my phone. And then I'll say things that aren't really, like, the type of person that I am. Like, I'll be like, I want to buy a rifle. I want to buy a rifle <laughs> to go hunting. I'm very into hunting. But nothing has come up. Normally, because I think most of the ads that I get are based off of what I'm Googling. So I'm okay. really glad that I'm getting ads off of me, like, Googling Zodiac signs. As opposed to me Googling, like, what's this weird mark on my body? Or, like, uh, you know... <laughs> Yeah, the zodiac signs and the rifle are very different, but I feel like the zo- what, what kind of ads are you getting for the zodiac signs? So, like, I'm just what, what products are they marketing towards? Well, you? I'm I, I I actually I don't really see uh, product ads on Facebook. People talk about it, but I don't really see them. I mostly get things like uh, clickbait articles that are like, "What does your zodiac say today?" Shit like that. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, I would probably click on that too. Yeah, I click on it, but I, I have bad reception inside of my house. So then if I click on it, it's like, first off, I, I bought the clickbait. Second off, I can't see it anyway. What am I doing? And then I have to go look in my mirror <laughs> and think about what I'm doing with my life. It's also what's the most difficult thing about having having lost two sets of recordings is that I don't know what we've covered and what we haven't. Yeah, that's very confusing. And because we lost your whole part about what the genderqueer identity means to you. Oh, was that in the first one? That that was in, that was in the first and the third, which are the lost ones. <laughs> so uh, the lost episodes. Yeah. Yes. So it's funny because in the third one, I I kind of made an ass of myself trying to make a point that was in all. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a a good intention statement but i know that i spent five minutes going uh, 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 you know what i mean oh, 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 oh. do you do you need me to do a brief two minute summary of 
who I am, what I do, and who I feel like I am. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Mm. Well, first and foremost, the break between me talking and me talking now was because of the break I took to also number one thing is that I'm a consumer of alcohol but my name is also Dave Rousey and I uh, play drums and percussion I do experimental music but also not so experimental kind of like the Guided by Voices inspired record that may or may not be out on a uh, particular label sometime and uh, I identify as genderqueer gender non-binary and probably other things that assume a similar role uh, or identity and uh, generally that is expressed in a physical uh, ways or modifications that uh, stem from gender dysphoria well I'm, well, I'm just covering a lot right now. Um, <laughs> and my partner's name is Samantha, who calls me uh, her partner, not because we're from Texas, but because of my identity. That was definitely in the first part. Yeah, so Samantha's co-worker was like, why do you call Dan your partner? Is that because you guys are from Texas? And she said no. Um feel like that should have been funnier, but I, I didn't set it up in a way to make it funny. It didn't come out like a joke. It's also it's also fun to... I think as of this point, we have about a half hour of recorded material that is workable and an hour that is lost. So <laughs> it's funny because I can uh, sense the intoxication in you from the start to now. Oh, right. But... But the just a regular person listening wouldn't be able to catch it. And it's also weird to continually bring up how the podcast started at the beginning. And you know what? I can record a little intro that's like, whoa, this is a whole thing. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't want to bring up that you were in a car wreck again today because I don't know if that was brought up again or not and saved. <laughs> but I will say that one of the best things I've experienced in my life, which is a little bit of a hyperbole, but also not, is you being like, oh, is it a car wreck? This might push the interview back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I even talked about it at, at the scene of the car wreck. <laughs> so, oh, oh, here's a huge point that I don't know if I had made yet. So we crashed into a car and it was obviously their fault well i say obviously considering like the phrase we crashed into a car does not lead me to believe it was obviously their fault right 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 but okay so it was an uber driver does that sway uh, your feelings yeah, yeah. yeah so it was an uber driver who wouldn't give me their name driver's license or insurance information because they said it was not a license. Weird. Very. Yeah. Uh, but the two people in the back of the Uber 
were talking and I made a joke to Samantha about taking the phone interview with you as soon as the police officer showed up. <laughs> That'd be fun. I was, oh man, it would have been really cool to, to get the interview of the people that are in the back of the Uber that was in the wreck with you. Yeah, I mean, that would have been ideal, but you know. Here's the question. Probably not ideal. Have you, have you ridden in many Ubers? Have I been in many Ubers? Yeah, have you ridden in any or many? Um, I, I feel like Smith and I rode, rode, we usually use Lyft, but I feel like he may have used Uber in New Zealand at some point when we were there. Wow, very cultured of you. Well, yes, I do consider myself cultured in the ethnic area. No, have, not have at you, all. Um, with any of those, like, drive pro app programs, whatever they call them, have you ever had an experience that wasn't? just brutally bizarre like through the app wait where wait wait what was the one the other night that we had that was fine oh yeah smith and i took a lift in st louis a couple nights ago we were there well now that i'm just listing all these cities off as i'm like coming back from or like Having experiences in them, experiences in them, I feel like a rock, like a fucking rock star. Like, it does it come across that way where I'm like, oh, we were in New Zealand. Oh, well, we were in St. Louis. Yeah. I mean, uh, New Zealand is kind of a of a brag, but St. Louis. I mean, I like I like St. Louis just fine, but uh, and I have, I would I think that my St. Louis buds might be people that listen to this actually, but no one is going to. Be like, mm, yeah, it's in St. Louis. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, we were in St. Louis, and the first, the first lift we got, basically drove by the house, and we saw it like on the map, like drive by the house, and they were like, "Oh, it'll probably just turn around eventually." And then it went down like seven streets, got on the highway, and drove north like five miles. <laughs> and we're like, "Well, it's probably not coming back." We're like, "Fuck, we should probably get another lift." And then we got another one, and it was, like, super normal. We got it back to our friend's apartment who we were uh, staying with. And then we, you know, got out safely, slept there in her bed where she did not come home because she was having some sort of sexual encounter. Tag, uh, tag after, her in this podcast when it comes out. I will. <laughs> after going dancing. Uh, with her roommate who did come home, who also had a sexual encounter that night. I feel like Smith and I were actually the only ones in that apartment to not have a sexual encounter that night. And we were the only, like, very solid, established couple. Hang on. I'm going to... I want to put this on pause again. Just a second. <laughs> Hang on. 